0: Every thought you have sends electrical signals throughout your brain. Thoughts have actual physical properties. They are real. They have a significant influence on every cell in your body.
1: Now studies show that your thoughts also have a physical impact on your body. Take polygraph tests, commonly referred to as lie detector tests, for example. They demonstrate how your thoughts directly influence your blood pressure, your muscle tension, your temperature, your breathing rate, your heart rate, even how much your hand sweat. Now those are some pretty significant physical reactions to your thoughts. Every single time you have a thought, your brain releases chemicals. Every time you have
0: all consuming thoughts that are infused with angst, unkindness, and melancholy, your brain releases negative chemicals that make your body react in a negative way and activate your deep limbic system.
1: And when you experience the effects of negative thoughts, such as thoughts that create the emotional states of fear, anger, anxiety, guilt, shame, or regret, the muscles in your body actually become weaker. Your stress levels go up. You experience changes in your biochemistry and hormone levels. And you may even suffer from gastrointestinal or digestive problems, among other physical symptoms.
0: The opposite is also true. Every time you have a euphoric thought which is as comforting as the warmth of the sun on a winter morning. Your brain releases chemicals or neuropeptides that make your body feel good and cools your deep limbic system.
1: In contrast, when you experience positive thoughts, you flood your brain with endorphins, which helps you relax so you're more alert and centered. Not only that, positive thinking increases your experience of pleasure while reducing physical pain. And as a result, you're far more likely to be confident, optimistic, and motivated to do whatever it takes to achieve your goals.
0: Thoughts can make you ooze with positivity or drown in negativity, which eventually affects your mood in a similar manner. Happy thoughts can help you build a better immune system, whereas sad thoughts can weaken your immune system. Remember, every cell in your body is affected by every thought you have. Every minute of every day, your body is physically reacting, metamorphosing, in response to the thoughts that run through all the corners of your mind. Just ponder about ravishing a strawberry cheesecake and see how it begins to melt in your mouth and you begin to salivate in your mouth studies on brain science have proved that repetition of thoughts can create new synaptic connections in our brain. As a thought travels through your brain, neurons fire together in distinctive ways based on the specific information being handled. And those patterns of neural activity can actually change your neural structure.
2: Your life is a physical manifestation of the thoughts you're thinking in your head you might want to write that down because you want to walk with that today as my friends from the Caribbean say you want to walk with that today that your life is a physical manifestation of the thoughts that's going on in your head so if you have lack in your relationship you don't have joy in your family you have lack in your bank account you have lack in scarcity and discomfort in your health I'm, I'm sorry to say the truth is it's a physical manifestation of the conversation going on in your head but the beauty in that is when you're ready for a newfound relationship experience, when you're ready for a new health opportunity, when you're ready for a new career, new finances, when you're ready, all we need to do is begin to look at the conversation going on in your head. Shift that, up level that, disempower that, and all of a sudden when you have a new conversation in your head, the results have to manifest accordingly.
0: What's most powerful about a thought is that if you don't have control over it, it will control you. Our thoughts can spiral out of our control and begin to reign over our mind. One thing you need to understand is that a positive state of mind creates a ripple effect or showering positive thoughts. And the same is the case with a negative state of mind. For example, you wake up in the middle of the night from a cacophony and remember that you need to send an important email to your client the following day but then begins the chronicle of all the other crucial tasks you have to undertake the next day. Pretty soon, you start thinking about how your schedule does not allow you even an inch of deviation and how you are missing out on the truly elating parts of your life that constitute your personal life. This leads you into a tornado of guilt of being unavailable and as to how you keep postponing your family trip and deprive your children of more memories. Then, you start wallowing in self-pity. And this whole saga of thoughts disrupts your sleep and robs you of the restoration that comes with it. Hence, thoughts do have a spiral effect. This effect can be uplifting or just downright degrading. The solution is to notice what is happening to your head before your thoughts have a chance to build momentum. The sooner you catch yourself in the act of building your mental snowball, the easier it is to stop before it becomes an avalanche. Famous positive psychologist Daniel G. Amin calls these negative snowballs of thought as ants. A-N-T-S stands for automatic negative thoughts.
3: I came up with the term ants uh, after seeing eight people one day. Um, I had couples who hated each other, suicidal teenagers, people who were, you know, in domestic violence situations. I went home completely worn out. And had an ant infestation right. in my house. And as I was cleaning up the thousands of ants, um, you know, when you, you go through medical school, you're always thinking of mnemonics right. or you know, ways to remember things. And so you take the first letter of each term and put them together. And as I'm cleaning up the ants, I'm thinking to myself, automatic negative thoughts. As I had this infestation at home, my patients that day were infested, their thoughts were infesting and ruining their minds.
0: He says that ants are cynical, gloomy and complaining thoughts that just seem to keep coming all by themselves. Just like how ants keep working and walking in lines, a series of thoughts can occupy your mind from seconds to minutes to even hours. So how do we manage these automatic negative thoughts? The first step is to become aware of your negative thoughts.
4: The first thing you have to do in order to improve your mind is take total control of your attention. And notice, where are your thoughts right now? Uh, At a very continual basis, you have to think, where are my thoughts right now? Are they supporting me? Or are they automatically coming up negative and self-protective in ways that are not advancing my life? Just to be aware, to be conscious of what's going on in your body, in your sense of feeling and emotion and the sense of the thoughts you're actually having. Just start paying attention. You know, for a lot of people, because they've never done this before and it's hard to remind them to do it, it's like simple. Here, here's what I want you to do. Just start paying attention to your thoughts anytime you're in line. Anytime you're in line from now on. If you're in line at Starbucks, just say, I'm in line at Starbucks. Brennan said, Think about my thoughts. What are my thoughts saying right now? Just checking in. You're in line in traffic, waiting for the next car. Just sit and think, What are my thoughts right now? And just notice what you've been thinking about. The more we notice what we've been thinking about, the more we can interrupt what we've been thinking about. So
3: the exercise is this. Whenever you feel sad, mad, nervous, or out of control, write down what you are thinking. Write them down, and then all you do is you ask yourself whether or not they're true, and then you talk back to them.
4: One of the simple ways to do that is this framework to understand how thoughts develop into strong and automatic thoughts in our lives. I call the framework RWID, which stands for Relative Weight of Importance and Duration. People often who have negative recurring thoughts and feelings in their life, the reason those keep coming up all the time is because they, they at some point in their life, or continually, are giving those thoughts, the negative ones, more attention than necessarily any other thoughts. In other words, the relative weight that they give those thoughts is quite high. And they give a lot of importance to them. Those those thoughts are very important to me right now. And they're, they're durational, they last over a period of time. They keep thinking about those thoughts, thinking about those thoughts, thinking about those thoughts. And it's all that repetition that seals it in the back of their head. And now their head says, oh, this is an easy thing. I know this one, and it pulls it forward. So that simple repetition, because they made it important and they thought about it a lot, it keeps coming up for them over and over and over again.
0: Let's assume that you are going to have an important business presentation tomorrow. Your mind must be jumping to the worst case scenario. It might be saying, my presentation is going to go erroneously wrong, or I'm going to let my boss down and embarrass myself in front of our high-profile clients. Once you recognize your negative thought pattern, the second step is to challenge it. What would you do if a person started saying something really negative about you that wasn't true? I doubt you would just let it go. Likewise, you want to treat your ants just like some irrational jerk who does not know the first thing about you and burn these thoughts to the ash there and then. Stand up to them and don't let them limit your possibilities. The third step is to replace a negative thought with a more positive and affirming thought. The key to being happier and more positive lies in your ability to successfully flip your ant and turn it into a pat, P-A-T which is positive and affirming thought. This ant, my presentation is going to go erroneously wrong, becomes this pat, my presentation is going to be amazing. I will be prepared and everyone will be receptive. This ant, I'm going to let my boss down and embarrass myself in front of our high-profile clients, becomes this pat, I'm going to be confident and make my boss proud. It's going to feel so good to sign this deal.
4: First awareness, right, and understanding and the consciousness to what's going on, but then the ability now to be self directive to choose what we want to focus on. So first we're attentive to it, and then redirect it. If it's negative, it's not supporting you, redirect it. How do you redirect it? First and foremost, you just say, what would be the opposite of this negative thing? Then you think about the positive thing, and you focus on that, and you repeat it to yourself. For many people, that might include closing their eyes, just visualizing a more positive outcome. Thinking about the more positive outcome. Thinking about the more positive outcome. Thinking about the more positive outcome. Focusing on it with their eyes closed and that visualization of a more positive outcome of how things could turn out well, or how the situation could be better, or even just what are the next steps I should take. Visualizing that and assigning a high amount of importance and duration to it, meaning making that thing important to us by making it. How do you make something important? You give it a sensation. You feel that thing. You sense it. You sense what your next step would be. You sense how it would feel if the outcome would be better. How would it feel emotionally, psychologically, spiritually for that thing to be happening? Allow it to have a lot of emotion to it. Pay attention to it. Your eyes closed. You see that thing. You feel it. You sense a different step. You know what you're going to do. You pay attention to it and you keep focusing on that just over a period of minutes. Keep focusing and keep focusing focusing. When your mind automatically wants to go back to the easy, which might be negative, you you go, no, 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 no. I don't want to, I don't want, I'm not into easy right now. I'm into conditioning my mind. Focus, 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 focus. Give attention, duration, and sensation to it. Attention, duration, sensation. Attention, duration, sensation. Visualization, visualization, visualization. It's repetition of that positive alternative to a negative impulse that comes up that gives us personal power. Let me say that again. It's that attention to that positive alternative over attention to repeating that negative impulse or thought that gives us personal power. It's not that we're going to someday wake up in the perfect world in which we don't have negative thoughts. There's plenty of times I struggle too. I come up with this I'm thinking about a new dream, a new goal. I'm going to go interview some, you know, major celebrity or we got a big time celebrity client and I get a little nervous and I can start thinking about all these negative things that could happen if I screw up. My mind immediately interrupts that now because my mind goes, relative weight of importance and duration, Brendan. You can either give this thought, more time and energy and focus, or you can just stop it and force your brain, creatively force it to direct it to a different possible alternative. Force it, literally go, oh, I'm sensing this negative thing over here is coming up for me. I'm sensing it, stop. Okay, get to work, brain. What positive thing could I create and focus on? and close your eyes and think about it and focus on it and focus on it and focus on it and build it out. Make it elaborate in your own mind so you can visualize and see it and feel it and focus on it, focus on it, focus on it, focus on it. Literally, later on in the evening, focus on it again, focus on it again. You start building in that capacity.
0: A positive affirmation like, I am wonderful and powerful, may backfire if you don't truly and deeply believe it at both a cognitive and emotional level. To effectively reframe your thinking, consider who you are becoming, focusing on your progress, the current track, or path you're on. You should change your self talk to sound more like, I am a work in progress. I'm getting better each and every day. I am becoming wiser with my spending habits. Basically, An affirmation must sound like you are evolving and that you are in control of creating a better future for yourself.
5: We now know that the brain responds to conditioning throughout life that by thinking you can actually change the the habitual patterns of thought in your brain and that you can therefore deliberately create, say, an optimistic personality even if you now have a negative personality or a pessimistic personality. The problem is that the brain sort of has ruts in it, these strong neural paths that are created by thinking similar thoughts over and over and over again. And when you try to change those patterns of thought, it's a little like driving a truck along a rutted road and trying to steer it out of those ruts and create new ruts. So at first, different ways of thinking feel very alien and they're actually difficult. It's a struggle. It's like learning algebra or French the first time. So what you have to do is be willing to go through that period of thinking unfamiliar and awkward-feeling thoughts.
0: Our thoughts are
1: the noises in our head and this inner voice that can speak to you like a critic or a coach. Researchers estimate that we think about 50,000 to 70,000 thoughts a day and that about 80% of those thoughts are negative. Now that's a crazy number. As a critic, you will hear voices like, you are not good enough,
0: smart enough, or attractive enough.
1: We spend so much time telling ourselves that we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, we're not talented enough or thin enough. We tell ourselves that we don't deserve the things we want, or that the things we want to have or to experience will never happen. And even if they do, they'll probably be disappointing. Our negative self-talk affects us in a very powerful way. If we think something is possible, we're more likely to make the effort to achieve it. If we think it's impossible, we won't even bother trying if we think we're a good person who deserves to live a life we love we will create that life but if we think we're undeserving or not capable enough we will sabotage our own efforts without even realizing it
0: when you hear the inner voice of a coach you will hear encouraging and reassuring words like it's okay you can do it get back up on your feet again and give it another go focusing on the negative aspect of things is a habit we tend to resort to whining complaining self-pity and other disempowering habits when we feel something is missing in our lives, something we thought would be ours. Thinking positively is a habit that you can develop by focusing on the things you are grateful for. You see, life can be experienced as a gift or a curse. It's the thinking that makes it what it is. Instead of focusing on what is missing in life, Start appreciating the laurels that your work has
1: got you and how loved you feel around
0: your family and friends.
1: Here's the deal, you get what you expect. And what you expect is entirely based on your mindset. And that's why it's so important to develop an attitude of gratitude. When you focus on appreciating everything that's good in your life, more good things will come to you. Because what you focus on grows. And when you're looking for things to be grateful for, you'll notice more and more things in your world that make contributions to your life in some way. You will realize that you are in fact surrounded by joy and by beauty and that the world is a wonderful place. And that realization has a powerful psychological impact on you. Neuroscientists have studied the benefits of practicing an attitude of gratitude, and what they've discovered is that it literally changes the molecular structure of your brain and makes you a happier and healthier person. Now think about that. Changes the molecular structure and the firing order in the wiring of your brain. It's amazing. Now you experience being more peaceful, less reactive and more resilient when dealing with stressful or challenging situations. So the question is, how do you go about developing an attitude of gratitude? Well, here's my first piece of advice, is to start expressing gratitude every chance you get. So start by expressing gratitude to the people in your life who've made a positive difference in your life. Your family members, teachers, mentors, colleagues, coaches, and friends. You can thank them in person if possible, or you can call them and send them a letter or an email or a text. And if those options aren't available to you, for whatever reason, you can simply reflect on the positive impact they've had on your life and mentally send them gratitude for it. When you express your gratitude to others, you make their lives better. And that can cause a positive ripple effect that impacts the lives of many others. Start a habit of
0: writing down five things in form of affirmations that you are grateful for every single day.
1: And never repeat anything from your list every morning or evening simply write down all the things you are thankful for that day now these could be things that happened to you or they could be things that you chose to focus on that day if you write down everything you're grateful for each day you'll soon have a long list you can look back on whenever you need to remind yourself of all the blessings that you have to enjoy soon over some time you'll begin
0: to think positively and erase the recurring negative thoughts from your mind instead of suppressing negative thoughts substitute them with things that are working well in your life. Instead of focusing on liabilities, focus on your assets. Instead of focusing on what you lack, take stock of what you are blessed with. When you begin to focus on seeing the good in everything, you develop a mindset that is tuned to attract good things to life. It's a human nature to gravitate towards the negatives. The human brain is also wired to pay attention to information that scares or unsettles us, a concept known as negativity
1: bias. Some people have a lifelong habit of seeing the bad in everything, including themselves. They might try to justify their negativity by pointing out everything bad that's happening in the world and saying they're just being realistic. But in reality, all they're doing is mentally sabotaging themselves. Now, the good news is, You are ultimately in control of your thoughts because you are the source of them. That means you can learn to consciously choose to replace your negative thoughts with positive ones that will make your life better.
0: According to Australian psychologist, Dr. Russ Harris, author of The Happiness Trap, evolution has shaped our brains so that we are hardwired to suffer psychologically, to compare, evaluate, and criticize ourselves, to focus on what we're lacking, to rapidly become dissatisfied with what we have, and to imagine all sorts of frightening scenarios, most of which will never happen. No wonder humans find it hard to be. Our brain is predisposed to go negative, and the news we consume every day reflects this. We are tuned to paying attention to bad news, and television and mainstream media
3: feed us fear every day. And, and the news, you know, I call CNN the crisis news network, they know that people pay attention to fearful thoughts well, I'll just watch more books. than they pay attention to healthy thoughts or happy thoughts because our brain, because of evolution, is wired to pay attention to what might hurt you, what might scare you. And the news actually knows that, and so you will see nine out of 10 stories to be awful and negative, and somebody's being beheaded and, and and so on. So, but, if you keep that on and you keep focused on those negative thoughts, you're gonna be anxious, stressed, and depressed.
0: Media competition for better TRP ratings means that journalists and editors are using emotionally powerful visuals and storylines to gain and maintain ever-shrinking attention of its audience. Panicky stories spur the release of cascades of glucocorticoid or cortisol. This deregulates your immune system and inhibits the release of growth hormones. In other words, your body finds itself in a state of chronic stress. So, if the evening news makes you anxious, turn off the TV. If traffic makes you tense, take a longer but less traveled route. If going to the market is an unpleasant chore, do your grocery shopping online. If we carefully choose our mental input, we can change our mental state for the better. The quality of thoughts determine your higher state of mind. If you want to experience elevated emotions, you need to feed your mind with positive sensory inputs. Sometimes, your thoughts can seem so loud that the best thing to do is to change your physical surroundings. Take a walk in nature. Several studies have spoken in favor of being in nature and the fact that there is something about the slow breezes surrounded by greenery that hits you in a way that can improve the mood, concentration, and creativity. Go for a run or meet up with a friend. Listen to music that elevates your emotions. Read something that improves the quality of thoughts. Get lost in a book. Watch content that gives food for better thoughts, curiosity, and inquiry. Immerse yourself in an environment that uplifts your element and energy. Choose an activity or location that you find enjoyable and you know will leave you feeling better. It's in your hands to make yourself feel good. Visualize positive experiences of living a great life. There's something called embodied semantics. That's the technical way of saying that the brain connectivity during a thought about action actually mirrors the connectivity that occurs during the actual action. For example, visualizing about swimming can trigger the same neural connections as physical swimming meditating with a free mind making yourself devoid of the surroundings and being completely immersed in it can help you control stress reduce negative thoughts decrease anxiety improve cardiovascular health and achieve a greater capacity for relaxation this works even if it's done for as few as 10 minutes each day by cultivating mindfulness you can acknowledge and identify the thinking patterns that have become habitual. Then, decide whether or not to engage in them. Mindfulness creates a distance between yourself and your thoughts, allowing you to view yourself separately from them. Incorporate mindfulness into your morning or evening routine, which includes sitting quietly for a few minutes and gradually longer with practice. When a thought arises, instead of attaching yourself to it, simply redirect focus to your breath. Here and now. Right where you are, there are no thoughts, no problems, and no suffering. There is only joy. In reality, we all need to deal with some amount of negative thinking. Can't overcome millions of years of evolutionary wiring through sheer willpower. As Dr. Russ Harris says, any search for a pain-free existence is doomed to failure. However, you can manage the pain by being more proactive in what you allow to remain in your thoughts. You can't completely eradicate your troubled thoughts during hard times, but you can lessen them through acceptance and conscious efforts. When you feel like you're struggling against the reality of a bad situation, you're adding another layer of suffering to your psyche. Worrying too much about it probably isn't the best solution, as it leads you into another spiral. Instead, you need to keep a clear head and a calm mind. It begins with acceptance. Acceptance of a situation doesn't mean you avoid action. It means you don't blindly fight and claw to escape. You put yourself in a state of mind that allows you to take correct and useful action. It means you master the challenge of your outer environment by mastering your inner environment. Repeat with me, I am the master of my own thoughts. If you think you can, you're already halfway there.
6: So how do you use the power of positive thinking? Well, they did a study at the University of Pennsylvania. It was funded by some of the biggest companies in America, and over a 22-year period, they interviewed more than 350,000 people like you and I, and asked them a lot of questions about their lives and their attitudes and so on. And one of the questions they asked them is, what do you think about most of the time? Then they conducted a series of experiments. They would have graduate students who were working on their papers in psychology or sociology phone these people once a week at random during the week and just say, what are you thinking about right now? And they'd write it down. And the next week they'd call them on a different day at a different time. This is all prearranged that they would be expecting the call sometime. And what are you thinking about right now? And they'd write it down. Then they began to sort these groups out in terms of deciles, which is 10%. The bottom 10%, the next 10%, all the way up to the top 10% and they noticed that people in the top 10 percent thought very differently from people in the bottom 80 percent. What do top people think about most of the time? Can you guess? The answer was so simple, it was amazing. They think about what they want and how to get it most of the time. They think about what they want and how to get. They think about their goals, and they think about their priorities, and they think about their actions and activities each day. They think about the number of people they need to call on, and the number of proposals they need to put together, and the number of uh, things they need to read and to study. They're always thinking about what they want. And when you think about what you want, it makes you happy. It makes you positive. It makes you feel in control of your whole life. Earl Nightingale once said that happiness is the progressive step-by-step realization of a worthy ideal or goal. When you feel yourself moving step-by-step each hour, each day toward achieving something that's important to you, you feel positive and happy most of the time. By the way, do you know what unsuccessful people think about most of the time? They think about what they don't want, the things that make them angry or sad, usually past events that they can't change, and they think about who's to blame for all their problems. So whenever you see people talking and complaining about things that they can't change, things in their life uh, that are their, their responsibility, and then blaming others for their problems, you know you're dealing with a negative, unhappy person with a very limited future and a very unhappy present. So, the way you take control of your mind, like grabbing the wheel of a vehicle, is start to think about what you want and how to get it all day long. And you'll automatically become positive and start to feel in complete control of your life.